This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money, Lebowski? Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio. Thank you, Russ Matera. We're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time every single day. Part of the BetQL Network lineup. Four shows, 14 hours of fresh sports betting content each and every day. Uh, Joe G, there is a uh, lot to go over in Major League Baseball. Some more futures angles that we want to attack. But looking at this Wednesday card, we have 13 games, six of them popping off this afternoon. Well, I can't even say that. Uh, there's one going on uh, this morning between the White Sox and Pittsburgh, even Central Time. Yeah, how about that? We get some morning baseball here for you. I mean, yeah. I love when we and we get this about once a week during the uh, during the summer when the season starts rolling. You get all the day games, and today, I think Joe, they did it more this year. They, they, I think they put a rule in the getaway day has to be a day game. So that's why we're getting more day games. Depending on where the two teams are going, if both are traveling, I forget exactly the rule, but we're getting more day games. And as someone like that does what we do, we get off the air. I'm watching baseball. This is awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah, the first game of the day, White Sox and Pittsburgh Pirates. The Sox have now lost five games in a row. They're hoping for a get-right spot there uh, with Dylan Cease on the bump. But I want to ask you, about the the game with your team. We've got all this drama last night with Girardi, Scherzer, and the umpires checking Scherzer. Uh, apparently some more drama. You can fill us in on the radio waves uh, this morning out east. But this matchup is pretty intriguing. It is a pick a total of nine between Washington and Philadelphia. And here's why this one pops is I'm looking at Eric Fetty going for the Nationals. Here's his uh, recent history against Philadelphia. Last 73 ABs, uh, the Phils have a 900 OPS against him. 344 on base. He's got that low strikeout rate. We're talking about a 765 FIP. And I look at Harper, Hoskins, Real Muto's history against Fetty. They all have an OPS of at least 1,000, and they've all homered off this guy. Do we have to bet Washington? I mean, Philly, I'm sorry. Yeah, look, Philly at home, much better team than they are on the road. Yeah. Last night, they rallied, almost won that game. There's, there could be more fireworks today, Joe. Just a, a little over an hour ago, okay. down on uh, local radio in D.C., Mike Rizzo, GM of the Nationals, after Girardi, we, we talked about earlier last night, you know, basically called out Scherzer, got the Yumps to go check him for a third time during the game. This is a quote from Mike Rizzo earlier today, the GM of the Nationals. It's embarrassing for Girardi. It's embarrassing for the Phillies. It's embarrassing for baseball. Yes, he was playing games. When, when you say something is embarrassing for another grown man, that, that's, a, that's a lot to say. And, and Rizzo just called out Girardi. Um, it feels like fireworks will continue here. 
I'd feel better about the Phillies, Joe, if it wasn't Vince Velasquez on the mound on the other side. He started <laughs> off well, yeah. and he's gone in the tank the last four or five starts, which is just his whole career. Um, but I, I feel like runs will be scored today. I, I feel like today is a day for the over in this game. Uh, the Phillies usually find a way at home not to get beat up, so I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if they do win, and, and, and that's the way to go. But I like the over most in this game. Trey Turner, one for 15 in his career against Velasquez. Just a uh, quick note that that's something that certainly stood out to me. Uh, another afternoon game. St. Louis Cardinals are playing in Detroit once again. Tigers take game one of that series. The Cardinals are a team you cannot bet on right now. The run that they've been on over the last couple of weeks, I was just looking offensively last seven days. They're dead last in most categories. They can't do anything right now. And we know the rotation is in a sad state. They are a slight favorite at Detroit. There's no way I'm, I'm laying any sort of a price with the Redbirds. Yeah, and, and the fact that ju they're just a slight favorite in Detroit, I think, tells you everything you need to know. That, that yeah. The Cardinals three four weeks ago, you know, people thought they could win the NL Central. Their run differential now is, is pushing minus 40. They're in some trouble. Um, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm – I'm taking Detroit. I, it's it's mostly a stay away, but the fact that the Cardinals are not bigger than minus one twelve against the Tigers is alarming. If you're if you've been a Cardinals backer, if you have a ticket on them to win the Central, I would hedge right now because that's a problem. They're in trouble. A couple intriguing pitching matchups this afternoon as well. Let's go to Milwaukee at Arizona. We called it yesterday. Yeah, the Diamondbacks are not going to win again. And they did not. Peralta with the uh, over on the K-prop for me. Pretty easy. He, it, that number was six and a half. They're checking him. They made him change his glove. They're like, no, you've, you've got to get a new glove. This is too light. The color's <laughs> too light. We, we didn't, it, it didn't stop him. He's still dominating. I think he only yeah. had one hit the first four or five innings. He was great. Yeah, yep. He ended up with uh, 10 strikeouts in the game. And here comes Woodruff, D-Max. Yeah, you got your win. But uh, then the Brewers take care of you with Peralta on the bump. And now you get Woodruff. So uh, let's see. Milwaukee against lefties, though. They strike out a whole lot. They strike out a lot in general, but especially against lefties, they strike out 28% of the time. So uh, I'm wondering here, Caleb Smith, he's actually been pretty good against this Pura squad. Now a 222 batting average. However, underlying metrics, the FIP is way up there. So uh, not sure that that's going to continue. Yeah, I, I would take the under in this game, under seven and a half. This feels like a low-scoring game. I, I I like the the Brewers, but you mentioned the numbers there. I just the Brewers' offense is tough to trust. You feel like when they go out there, it's their pitching that's going to carry them with Burns and Woodruff and Peralta. If there's ever been a team show that needs a bat at the deadline to take the next step, it's them. They're just they're just missing a bat. Just, that that's what holds me back a lot from taking them because I just can't trust them on the run line. So against this Arizona roster. Woodruff has a 33% K rate. And I mentioned yesterday when uh, looking at these K props, what we should uh, identify is what's happened in these last few starts. Because early in the month, this is when we first heard about it. What has changed? Last two starts for Woodruff, five Ks in each outing. May maybe not the one of the big name guys that we talk about with Bauer and Cole, but maybe Woodruff is being impacted by this rule. Oh, for sure. And, and Joe, I, I think on top of all this, uh, you saw it last night. You saw it last night with Garrett Cole. I hit the K-prop with Cole. I mean, his K numbers have gone down significantly. Or Dina, mm -hmm. a big on the K-props for Garrett Cole. They've gone down significantly. Giants lineup is killing it. Killing it lately. They have the best offense over the last week 
in the league, and it's really not all that close. Now, Gaussman doesn't have great history against the Angels, and it is Shohei Otani day. So how do we handicap this one? Well, it is, but I'll tell you this. The Giants here, they strike out a lot, Joe. They strike out a lot. And I think Otani, six and a half. I like that number. I like the over here for Otani strikeouts. Otani, six and a half K. So that will be fun. Uh, to watch this afternoon. Like you mentioned, a lot of teams that, that don't typically play in the afternoon do, so we get the, the Angels there. Uh, looking down the card a little bit, one one that did pop to me this evening, Joe G, is Toronto at Miami. We have a pair of Southpaws going. Robbie Ray against Trevor Rogers. This Marlins lineup, terrible against left-handed pitching. Bottom five, bottom six, most offensive categories, 25th. Way to rinse create a plus, 25th in OPS, 27th in on-base percentage. So I think I'm going to be taking a look at the Blue Jays here, uh, go, even though they're going up against Trevor Rogers. Yeah, it's tough to go. I mean, Rogers has been incredible, incredible this season. And these are two lefties that can rack up a lot of strikeouts. I, I hesitate on the under in any Blue Jays game because their offense is so significant. But this feels like it could be a low-scoring, at least early, low-scoring game early in this one with Ray out there, strikeout machine. And I think his command has been way better with Toronto and Rogers. Rogers, one of the stories of the year. I mean, he's been rookie of the year. Good for the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Uh, the blue Jays minus minus one sixteen on the money line, Miami, the dog slight dog at plus one Oh eight total seven and a half. Uh, another thing. And another, uh, another mark for Toronto here, uh, against Miami's roster, here's Robbie Ray's number, 68 plate appearances, 34% strikeout rate. They're hitting only 210 against him, 308 FIP. I'm going to roll with Toronto as a slight favorite today. How about tonight? We've got to talk about L.A. Dodgers and San Diego. Padres are playing well. Oh, well, they're going against the Dodgers, of course. Blake Snell, five scoreless innings last night. So the Padres uh, win a tight, low-scoring game. And this evening, it's Trevor Bauer against Joe Musgrove, the Padres are the – well, no, now it moved a little bit. It is a uh, straight-up pick I'm over at points bet, minus 105 on both sides. If I can get the Dodgers – I know we said this yesterday, so I'm, we're going back to a well that did not work. But if I can get the Dodgers at basically a pick with their best pitcher, Bauer on the mound, him, him and, him and um, you know, Bueller going back and forth, best pitcher. But I, I, I just – I like the Dodgers tonight to bounce back, to not get swept out of San Diego. And you mentioned um, the Padres up for the games. Have you noticed the same thing I have this year? When the Padres play the Dodgers, it's October. And when yeah. they play everybody else, they just kind of aren't into it. I mean, they still win a lot because they're very talented, but they're they're not the same team. And it, that worries me. If you are thinking about the Padres long-term in terms of division winner, I don't think they're going to win this division. I don't think they're going to be focused enough over 160. They only, they only played the Dodgers 18 times. and They have to be up to, what, 10 or 11 now, Joe? They've played, they played three at least three series now. There's so there's not many games to go against the Dodgers. A lot of baseball left. I I like the Dodgers tonight. And the more I watch the Padres, I don't think they're going to be focused enough over 162 to win this division. I think this is a Dodgers or Giants division. Padres more of a wild card. It certainly feels that way when we watch these games. And guys, Friars, you've got the last playoff spot. You're not a lock. Uh, the Brewers and Cubs are on your heels. They're only two games back for that last spot. It's not a given that both wildcard spots are going to be coming out of the National League West. Yeah, you know, I thought it was. And I still, if I had to guess, if I had to if I had to wager right now the, the wildcard teams, I would say the two West teams, second and third. But you're right, it's not a lock, Joe. As long as the Cubs 
and and that central division might impact things, right? The Pirates are terrible. The Cardinals are going the wrong way. There might be more free wins there for the Cubs and the Brewers to have, and that changes the equation. It, it just changes the equation of the wild card. If both those teams are pushing 90 wins, all of a sudden we could have a really good team miss the playoffs. Uh, for tonight, the case that we can make on the San Diego side, obviously they play up for the Dodgers. They're in it mentally. Uh, Bauer does not have great history against this team. Manny Machado, four home runs in 22 at-bats against Bauer. Yeah, and they know each other well from the American League, the, the Cleveland-Baltimore days. So that that's an interesting one. Uh, I would I would feel better about the Padres tonight if I felt their left-handed sticks were you know, a little bit you know, more where they're supposed to be. Hosmer's had a terrible year for them. It, it, their offense, it's been weird. Tatis had these crazy hot streaks, and they've had enough around him. Cronenworth with the home run last night. I just feel like the Padres' offense really hasn't fully unlocked itself yet, mm -hmm. and I feel like Bauer tonight. And don't you, Can't you just feel Bauer as everyone's checking the sticky stuff? He'll go out there and have a great game and then have a lot to say about it afterwards. It just feels like this is a night where he throws a great one, strikes out 10, and then he just says, listen, everyone, I don't need this stuff. I'm Trevor Bauer. Over, under, Bauer checked two and a half times. Over. By a lot. Chase <laughs> oh, Tingler was watching the Phillies game last night. He, he, he knows what will happen. Now, does Bauer put up a stink is the question. Or does he laugh? Is he bemused? Oh, he's going to – it's going to be theater, yes. right? It's, that's what it's going to be. He's going to. He's not going to be bothered by this. He's. He's going to be the opposite of Max Scherzer because his his name is Trevor Bauer. Let's see. Do we have a number on his K prop? I don't see one posted yet. Unfortunately, you'd imagine it would be in the seven and a half range. It has to be. I'll go the over tonight if it's in that range. If it if it sits around seven and a half, I'll go the over for the K prop for Trevor Bauer. And Joe, I'll also throw this out with Bauer. Could you not see tonight him? purposely continually going to his hair and i don't know if the weather's going to be hot enough for him to sweat but like the the, the scherzer thing right it's legal it's, it's just your own sweat like almost trolling major league baseball trolling rob man for like watch this i'm going to create my own sticky stuff with my hair and my sweat and you guys can't do anything about it i can see it tonight we're all excited eastern conference game one the conference finals here uh, don't know that it's going to be a blowout, but if it is, and even if it isn't, you've got to check in on this game tonight. If you're any sort of a baseball fan, it's going to be very, very entertaining. Any other games, Joe G, that we have not hit on that you're interested in? Uh, you know what? I just, I know we um, we saw, we talked yesterday about Wander Franco making his debut. He made his debut yesterday, hit a home run. Joe, you know, baseball is not the kind of sport where you watch a player once and you make an opinion, right? You got to see him over time. It's not like you watch a basketball player once, you're like, wow, that guy pops. A running back once, wow, that guy pops. Mm -hmm. Wander Franco is the rare baseball player. He popped last night. He, he, I know he, he, they say he's a shortstop. Joe, he's he's big. He's going to be off short. I think he played third last night. Um, but just watching him hit that home run last night might be a difference maker. You mentioned the, the Rays and how they were struggling, and maybe that's why they called him up. Feels like they might have got a jolt last night. And and them to win the AL East, if you have them, I, I like that. And if you don't, you could jump on it now. I mean, I, it feels like that's a big bat they need. And I, th I think he's going to hit right away. Seven losses still now. We're at seven. I know. Going up against uh, Boston with uh, Garrett Richards. Uh, Rich Hill, the softball, he has had some success uh, against the Red Sox. The Rays are minus 145 favorites. And plus 850 on another Wander Franco home run. Garrett Richards oh. has struggled. Richards, I, I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but since that story came out about the sticky stuff, Garrett Richards has gone in the tank. I like the race tonight to get a win.
Uh, if you're looking for some Franco information, according to all the reports, everyone who's watched him throughout his minor league career, he's the opposite of everything that we're seeing uh, throughout the league right now. He, he's a guy that actually makes contact. Contact. So uh, looking forward to see if that continues at the major league level. This is BetQL Daily. Joe O and Joe G with you weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on the BetQL Network. And every day on the BetQL Network, we give you some football. Breaking down the NFC East next.